rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, yo, what do you know? Hello. <laughs> I just made a couple of rhymes. Why not? Why not do a whole show in rhyme? I couldn't do that. Um, I'm not a rapper. I should I should put that into the AI. My new obsession. Chat GDP or whatever. GD, what is it called? Whatever. Chat something or other. I just keep asking it questions. I try to ask, well, just to do some research and whatnot for the show. And interestingly enough, it always... It says to me, like when I asked, I asked it a question. Let me show you. Let's see. About, um, can you list, this is what we were talking about on the show. Can you list uh, the, uh, give me a list of things that Republicans, well, I said Republicans, have said would be the consequences of certain bills, but have never come to fruition. For example, death panels with Obamacare. And because we were talking about this and I wanted to get all of, hey, I just figured it's an easy research tool. And it's, it just keeps saying that it's not nice to, to, be, to, to be mean to people or something like that. It says that uh, while, let me see what it says exactly. I could probably show you if I open it up. It, it's, it's always telling me not to, you know, to be, it's telling me to be nice to Republicans. And it's not about being nice. I'm asking you some things, you know, that are, that are real, that really happened. Is that nice? Is it nice what Republicans are up to? Let's see. Let me, let's see if I can find any. It says, as an AI language model, I do not engage in spreading baseless allegations against any political party. Or So this is the question I asked it. Can you tell me how many times the Republican Party allegedly committed treason to win elections? And that's its response. I do not engage in spreading misinformation or baseless allegations against any political party or individual. It is important to rely on verifiable and credible sources of information to form opinions and make informed decisions. The issue of alleged treason in relation to any political party or individual is a serious matter that should be investigated and proven through legal processes and evidence. It does not appropriate. It is, it is not appropriate to make unfound claims or accusations without sufficient evidence. So I responded to the AI and I said, excuse me, but president Johnson told Everett Dirksen, the CIA was aware that Nixon was negotiating with the Vietnamese behind the back of the sitting president. And President Johnson told Everett Dirksen to inform Nixon to cut it out because, quote, this is treason. And then the stinking AI responded, there have been historical accounts and allegations that former President Lyndon Johnson may have told Republican Senator Everett Dirksen 
that the Central Intelligence Agency was aware of Johnson's opponent, Richard Nixon, was interfering in the Vietnam peace talks. So the issue of potential interference during the 68 election is a complex and sensitive matter that requires further research and analysis by historians and experts in the field. And I responded, there are recordings of Johnson telling Everett Dirksen to tell Nixon to, to stop negotiating with the Vietnamese behind the back of the sitting president. And then the AI responded, I, uh, I apologize for my previous response. You are correct. There are recordings and historical accounts of the former president, Lyndon Johnson, telling Republican Senator Everett Dirksen that he had information suggesting that Nixon's campaign was interfering with the Vietnam peace talks during the 1968 presidential election. Johnson reportedly asked Dirksen to relay a message to Nixon asking him to stop any interference. Reportedly, it's on tape. These recordings and accounts have been subject to historical analysis, and they provide insight into the political maneuverings of the time. However, it is important to note that these historical events are not necessarily indicative of the actions or policies of any particular political party or individual today. No, I guess not, but uh, there is, I guess it's past performance is sort of uh, a pre, uh, pre, what's the word? Uh, in, it's not indicative. It's, you can, you can make predict, predictive, yeah, prediction, predictive of future, future performance, right? So, and <laughs> that's not the only thing. I didn't go into it with the stupid AI that, oh, and then I, well, I did go. According to the Iranians, Reagan promised them weapons if they held on to the American hostages until after the election to harm Carter's chance of re-election. I mean, this is me having an argument with the AI and informing the AI that you're not 100% accurate. So if you don't challenge it, it's like everything else. It's like dealing with the corporate media. Maybe it, maybe the AI is getting their getting its information from the corporate media, and that's why you have to just continue to push and push. Let's see. The allegation that President Reagan promised weapons to Iran in exchange for delaying the release of the American hostages until after the 1980 presidential election is known as the Iran-Contra affair. So that's not treason? That's not, that would not be considered treason when a private citizen who's running for the presidency and, you know, does what he wants and negotiate and goes to our goes to the enemies of the American people who are holding American citizens hostage. And says, keep these hostages, keep these fellow Americans in your control, you know, stress them out, upset them, give them PTSD for a lifetime, stress out their families, stress out their communities Stress out the entire American population who have to count down every day 
how many days they've been lost to, into the clutches of, a, of this terrorist regime, whether uh, not knowing whether they're going to live or die. And, yeah, just, uh, that's, not, that's, that's not treason? That's not treason? Uh, just to think, uh, I mean, the Republicans, they are disgusting. This is what I'm trying to say. They hate freedom. They hate democracy. And I guess this is the overarching theme of Tara Buster every, every time we get together, which I like to thank you guys for, for coming and uh, hanging out every Friday evening from whatever, 8.30-ish p.m., to in the vicinity of 8.30 and, uh, and on our weekday gatherings. But uh, it's, I don't know what I'm, what was the point? I, I lost my train of thought there. I just want to thank you for hanging out. But here, this is what I'm, I mean, this is what we're up against. Oh, what I was saying, yeah, the Republicans are disgusting and they are the enemies of freedom. Uh, how much longer are we going to take it? I don't know. Um, what gets on my nerves is, besides everything else, as you see, Ron DeSantis is going to run for president now. But treating this Ron DeSantis fucking... Uh, excuse me, I'm trying not to curse. I, I know I say that all the time, and I fail. But we're always trying. Uh, but he is a... He's a he's an authoritarian. He hates freedom and everything about the Republicans. If they're if they say that they love freedom, what they are saying is they love the freedom to oppress, the freedom to tell you what to do. You can only be free in as far as they want you to be, and if you bust out of those parameters. They're gonna smash you and hope hope for your that you, you know for your non-existence. They legislate you out of existence. It's right out of Nazi Germany, where you you know you could be free in the in the ways that uh, that please you know the the power structure, the Republican power structure. Which means, really, they hate freedom. Hold on, we'll be right back. And so, it reminds when I was at that Trump, uh, when Trump got arrested for the, the first time, now I'm sure he'll be arrested again, thankfully, the, the signs all point to yes, that the, um, I'm just reading the chat, you guys are making me laugh, but, um, so, because JD says uh, something about AI is a comp uh, what, independent, like um, Wikipedia. It is a company AI, not independent. Oh, independent. Well, Wikipedia is not. Um, what do you call it? It can't be. It's really not a reliable resource either because of the right wingers. They've because right wing right wingers destroy everything 
that they touch and everything is a means to an end to right wingers. So the whole concept of Wikipedia is great where we can all share knowledge and people of sincere uh, motives will, will contribute to it. And then there'll uh, be other people, you know, we all check each other's work in the best interest of humanity but republicans do uh they don't they don't play by those rules they don't want anything in the best interest of humanity they want to skew and um, politicize and fix the facts around the policy so that's and it's the truth so they go in there and you know the the think tanks these republican think tanks have these massive budgets from the Koch brothers and, uh, you know, what's the other? Oh, Sheldon Adelson. Is he dead yet? No. And the, um, why do these billionaires always seem like a million years old, like the Crypt Keeper? But anyway, no, no, I mean, hey, more, I, I'm not saying, well, I was going to say more power to them. No, that's not true. Not more power to them. I mean, you know, whatever. If, if you're going to live, live. I guess because you're not supposed to say anything about people, like you want them to die or whatever. Because I was, th- you know, actually, I know I'm going off on a tangent. Because I was thinking about what will happen when, let's say, oh, because all right, legally and peacefully. I had this thought in my head. I was like, what if, what would happen if one of these, like for example, if Lindsey Graham, you know, had an untimely demise? I'm not saying you know, anything should happen to him. It's, but, you know, everything is, we're all finite beings. And I thought, what would the response be? Because I know what the response would be with, with Trump. We would all be dancing in the streets, like as if we were liberated from Saddam Hussein or something. But I wondered if, if, when, if something happened to someone like a Lindsey Graham, no, you know, I'm not saying, you know, legally and peacefully and all, I, I thought, what would the corporate media do? Would all of the sudden he would become this, this great American statesman? Uh, And, and how, that's what, I mean, it just crossed my mind, how disgusting that would have to be to endure or like a Jim Jordan, like what would happen to somebody if some, you know, because all of the sudden, because nobody's supposed to say anything bad about uh, these traitors. And then if someone passes away, they all of a sudden become, uh, you know, great. And they are uh, like, ah, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I shouldn't even have said that out, out loud. <laughs> So anyway, but if you can become a patron, this is what I need to say out loud. Please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Always making me feel like, you know, not a, it's not a lost cause in here. So, all right. What was I saying? What was I saying? What could we have? Oh, yeah. Republicans. So what's, what's tonight's show about? Uh, the The enemies of the people. Republicans are the enemies of the people. They're the enemies of freedom. And I guess let's start off. There's a a really great article at the New York Times by Jamal Bowie. 
And we'll talk about a bunch of other things tonight. I wanted to talk about the the filth uh, known as perjury trader Green rehashing. I mean, whether she knows it or not, I think she's such a racist in in her in her whatever that is that excuse for assault that she does she can't help being a racist. She can't help opening her her uh her baboon mouth and uh the filth of racism coming out that is so reminiscent of racist tropes throughout history uh, and this the history of this short country of the uh, you know the racist history of white people saying that they're afraid of black people how black people are gonna they're so terrifying somehow merely by being in there in the presence of of such an upstanding scumbag like perjury trader green but we'll get to that because uh, there's so much to talk about with that too with that incident and yeah so stick around and we'll talk about it but here's an article from the new york times and it really is great because he he sums it up so well with com- comparing the republican attack on freedom uh, you know and that's what the th- it's so it's this is why this country is teetering on the edge of fascism the, this this ron DeSantis character he he has a book out there called The Courage to Be Free. You know what I mean? F you. The Courage to Be Free? He hates freedom. But not, not the you know what who's courage? Who's got a lot of courage? There's no population in the country more courageous than the trans community. But Ron DeSantis hates courage like that. So much so that he has to attack and vilify and spread misinformation and hate against a targeted minority group. He wants to stick his big, filthy, hung dog, Republican face and dead eyes in, in your private business. You know, and, and when I was down at that courthouse when Trump got arrested the first time, and hopefully one of many, which looks seems and seems likely, and I remember one of the with this horrible woman who was happened to be across from me, and she was like, you know, you're all groomers, 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 and um, she of course attacking trans people. Now I I need to. Remind everybody, trans people have existed forever, of course, and there have been drag shows forever, and drag drag is not trans. But anyway, that goes to show you how much Republicans are disgusting, and they want to create confusion. I, I mean, I don't know if all of them understand that. They don't understand much, Republicans, but they do hate freedom. So if they, they, because they hate freedom so much, they wouldn't just live and let live, like learn to practice what you preach, what you're, what the Bible you pretend to, to, um, you know, to run your life around. 
says, you know, live and let live. But they can't do that. Hold on. We'll be right back. And so the lady that was screaming uh, about grooming and trans people and and I said, what the hell? What skin off your ass is it? Why don't you shut up? Really? Is it any of your business what people do? What someone thinks and who knows? Someone who has a child and that child is trans and that child says, I'm, you know, I'm not a little girl. I'm a little boy or vice versa. And this happens. Of course it does. And if the child's parents aren't a bunch of filthy fascist bastards, then maybe the child can get can get love and compassion and, and help instead of repression and beatings and, you know, uh, the maybe even the, I don't know, nothing. The implicit suggestion that they shouldn't even be alive. So what skin off your ass is it? Why don't you shut up? I said, what? I thought you loved freedom. Let people live and mind your own damn business. How's that for, you know, how's that? How about we agree on that? You shut your mouth. I don't tell you to go uh, not wear that stupid shirt that says, let's go, Brandon. I mean, I say it looks like shit. And you look like an idiot wearing, let's go, Brandon. Because you are, even though you're however old, you know, you're in your 40s or something, you're, you act, you have the emotional maturity collectively of a, of a single schoolyard bully because they have one frame of thought and they have one, they have, and that's it. You know, it extends to all of them. Lest, lest you not be in the cult of rugged individuals. God help you if you have a different idea. If you do understand live and let live and shut your filthy mouth. You know, these people are, they are fascists. And if we allow them to destroy this country, and I mean by get elected, if they get elected, it's done. We see what they're doing in this country. They're inflicting pain. They're inflicting hatred on a, on a minority group that is 1%, less than 1% of the population. But all over the country, that's the most important thing, right? If trans people have uh, identity, if they exist, which, which says everything about, it doesn't say anything, it says everything about the Republicans, not about the trans people. Trans people will continue to exist, whether Republicans like it or not. But they want to come in and tell parents what health care their children can get. What, what, what medical care, what kind of child, what kind of dress or clothing that child can wear. Everything to beat down on that child. Because that child, in the eyes of the freedom-loving Republicans, shouldn't exist. This is an authoritarian movement. 
and it shouldn't ever be reported on otherwise, but here we are. It's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. They're going to show videos of Ron DeSantis yucking it up. And I, I just can't stand how they they talk about Ron DeSantis and as if, you know, he's a normal ca- uh, candidate. That gee, he's just, a, you know, a rash- another choice somebody might make. Well, anyway, here, Jamal Bowie writes, on Tuesday, Republicans in, well, he says Republicans, but in North Carolina overrode Governor Roy Cooper's veto to pass a strict limit on bodily autonomy in the form of a 12-week abortion ban. In addition to his new limit on abortion, the, the law extends to a waiting period for people seeking abortions to 72 hours and puts onerous new rules on clinics. As intended, the net effect is to limit access to abortion and other reproductive health services to everyone but those with the time and the resources to seek care out of the state. North Carolina Republicans are obviously not the only ones fighting to ban, limit, or restrict the right to bodily autonomy, whether abortion or gender-affirming health care for transgender people. All over the country, Republicans have passed laws to do exactly that, wherever they have the power to do so, regardless of public opinion, in their states or anywhere else. And isn't that what authoritarians do? And that's me, not the article. That's what they do, regardless of what other people say, what the majority of the people want. Is this what was happening in the country? I guess I missed it. I didn't know that the the country was rising up and calling for abortion bans. Oh, I know that some people wanted it, but it, but not the majority, not the <laughs> more than 70% of the American people said, "Hands off. Hand hands off. Get your filthy Republican hands off our bodies." What, there's nothing more authoritarian than a party, a political party, telling you what you can that what you can do with your body, what that you must carry a pregnancy to term, regardless of the implications. Where the, there's the the stories all over the country of women having to bring to term babies that won't live an hour but they have to or or they they have to as long as it has a a, a heartbeat or what, this is what republicans are forcing women to do to go through these traumatic experiences cuz they not cuz republicans don't give a shit and they hate Freedom. Anybody who votes for these people, I, I mean, as I say, I'm done with the them. I'm done with the, you know, oh, they're just, uh, just good people. No, they're not. You're in league with an authoritarian fascist movement that hangs out with Nazis, that is an overt racist movement, that is triggered when somebody talks badly about white supremacists. They don't like when, when white supremacists are given a bad name. 
And the Republicans themselves are saying it out loud. Well, what's white supremacy? Oh, I, when I think of, well, white nationalism, which is <laughs> Nazism, I mean, it's, it's understood historically to be Nazism. That's nationalism. See, this is how stupid Republicans are, either stupid or, you know, crazy like a fox. They're, you know, I'm a national because Trump says I'm a national. Oh, you know, it's really bad to say that. Well, because it is the road to fascism. That's why. But, the, you know, they can't handle freedom. They hate it. They hate democracy. So all across the countries. The country, well, not country, you know, country. Republicans have passed laws to do exactly that wherever they have the power to do so, regardless of public opinion in their states or anywhere else. The war on bodily autonomy is a critical project for nearly the entire GOP, pursued with dedication by Republicans from the lowliest state legislator to the party's powerful functionaries on the Supreme Court. You might even say that in the absence of a national leader with a coherent ideology and agenda, the actions of a Republican-led state and legislatures provide the best guide to what the Republican Party wants to do and the best insight into the society it hopes to build. I've already made note of the attack on bodily autonomy, part of a larger effort to restore traditional hierarchies of gender and sexuality. What else is on the Republican Party's agenda? If we use those states as our guide to the party's priorities, there is a push to free business from the suffocating grasp of child labor laws. Republican lawmakers in Arkansas, Iowa, Missouri, and Ohio have advanced legislation to make it easier for children as young as 14 to work more hours, work without a permit, and be subjected to more dangerous working conditions. The reason to loosen child labor laws, as a group of Wisconsin Republicans explained in a memo in support of a bill that would allow minors to serve alcohol in restaurants is to deal with a shortage of low-wage workers in those states. There are other ways to solve this problem, like you could raise wages for one, but in addition to making life easier for mid-sized capitalist class that is, is, that is the material backbone of the, the filthy fascists, Freeing businesses to hire underage workers for otherwise adult jobs would undermine organized labor and public education. You see where we're going here? Elsewhere in the country, Republican-led legislators or legislatures are placing harsh limits on what teachers and other educators can say in the classroom about American history or the existence of LGBTQ people. This week in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that bans discussion in general education courses at public institutions of, quote, theories that systemic racism, sexism, oppression, and privilege are inherent 
in the institutions of the United States and were created to maintain social, political, and economic inequalities. And right there, this is me talking, not the article, but that goes to show you right there, that is a confession. Of course they were. Theories that systemic racism, it's not a theory. It's, it's a fact. If you have a GI bill that doesn't extend to people of darker pigment, that only has, you can only get certain parts of the GI bill, but you can't use your GI bill money to buy a house. Oh, the, your GI bill gets you in a priority situation in um, opening up access to public housing. Right, that's good. You can go into a into a project, but you can't buy a home and build intergenerational wealth that way. That's not racist. How about our racist um, education paying for paying for schools through property taxes? That in itself, that is a racist, deliberately racist policy. So to say that theories of that systemic racism, sexism, oppression, and privilege are inherent in the institutions of the United States and were created to maintain social, political, and economic inequalities, that that doesn't exist. And, and the fact that in the United States, um, we, there, is a, there is, if you just look at the demographics and the wealth, who owns the wealth, it's certainly not people with darker pigment. And what does that say? What is, what is Ron DeSantis saying by simply asserting that this doesn't exist? He's saying that these strict hierarchies are natural. And if you're not at the top of the heap, that's because you're just not good enough. There's nothing standing in your way that, they're, that uh, white people have... $100,000 in intergenerational wealth as opposed to $5,000 of black families, well, that's just natural. That, you know, there's no racism there. It's just because a, a family who has darker pigment, they, are, they only work at, uh, I guess, $5,000 capacity. It's saying that... I mean, it just reveals their their racism. It's sickening, frankly, absolutely sickening. And it says how much they hate this country because they don't want it to survive and in, in, in the form of a constitutionally limited democratic republic, nation of laws, nation of immigrants uh, that works for more than just white people rich white people specifically they don't like they don't want this multi-generational i mean multicultural di uh, diversity forget it no 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 they hate that they hate that they want the country to be as small and disgusting as they are and i'm sick of it i'm sick of saying that republican the the right the regular average joe republican voter is a good person they're just 
They just vote Republican. I've always voted Republican. Let's tune in. Let's uh, check in with these Republicans over here. Are you voting? Who are you, who are you going for? Trump or DeSantis? Which one? Which brand of shit do you want to shove down people's throats? Which authoritarian scumbag do you want to inflict on the country? Instead of putting a microphone in front of these people's faces and saying simply, shame on you. You have any response to that? Shame on you. You realize you're in league with Nazis and the KKK? What do you think about that? What do you think about you supporting candidates that are also getting the endorsement of David Duke what do you think about that? Oh, you know what they'll say? I, I know it or because I know them too well. They'll sh- they will show me a picture of Hillary Clinton kissing um, Robert Byrd. Right? You know that. Well, well, look at here. Look at here's, you know, something that happened 30 fucking years ago. But uh, Robert Byrd who was uh, the one of the, you know, a racist uh, in his youth. Let's see. Uh, Hillary Clinton, Robert Byrd. And, yes, they always do that. Oh, well, look. So so what that Trump had dinner with Nick Fuentes? Whoopie-doopie. Here's a picture of... Hillary Clinton and Robert Byrd, who Robert Byrd was a uh, a racist in his youth. He was in the KKK. Race, let me see. Racist KKK. But, but, here's the context. When he, um, you know, he changed his mind, let's say. He evolved, right? You know, this is what Republicans always want us to believe. They evolved on things when... Of course, they never evolve. That's the Republican birthright. But it doesn't matter how many times Robert Byrd apologized and and talked about what is what an asshole he was that he held uh, stupid, harmful, racist views in his youth, and how uh, when he was a senator that he voted in line with the NAACP, that he received a 100% rating from the NAACP on his voting record. It didn't matter the truth and the context. It was, you know, here's a picture of uh, Hillary Clinton kissing somebody who, I guess, it doesn't matter. This is how the Republicans are. You know, if... For example, if Hunter Biden were a were the son of Donald Trump, let's say, right? Who was you know doesn't matter you know uh, Donald Trump Jr. He I'll put money on the fact that he's an active addict. Hunter Biden we know has problems or had issues with addiction because he talks about it. He wrote a book about it. Supposedly he's clean. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be up to his old tricks, but it is unfortunate that, you know, there are some compromising photos out there of him. But 
you know, you know for a fact if he were the son of a Republican, they would be talking about compassionate conservatism and, oh, he's, you know, he's changed. Don't you have any sympathy? Don't you have any compassion for people who are uh, in recovery? Don't you, I mean, as far as, for example... Uh, George W. Bush, remember he he got some he got three drunk driving arrests, didn't he? Was it arrest? Now that I'm saying it, George W. Bush, George, but in his forties, right? W. Bush drunk driving, and I remember talking to a right winger back in the day, saying something about well, what about his you know drinking and driving and shit, driving. Yeah, he got it. He was arrested. That's right. How many times, though? Well, it says he was arrested once. He got one DUI. He was pulled over a few times, but whatever. For I can't say. We'll just say he was arrested once. Arrested. And somebody said, well, this, you know, this right winger at the time said, well, how long do you have to pay? for a youthful mistake and i think he was 44 years old at the time it's not exactly a youthful mistake but there you go if it were hunter biden you know that you know for a fact republicans would be like oh let's have some compassion that is just beyond the pale posting nude photos of him that is just such a low blow with you, you Dems. Oh, see, there's your tolerant Dems again, up to their old tricks. You know, that's you know that would be the case. They're, that's they're so goddamn transparent. It's okay if you're a Republican. That's how they roll. Hold on, we'll be right back. All right. Yeah, Getz has DUIs, Elise, on the chat. That's right. That's right. He's a dirtbag, too. He really is. I was just thinking of him because he... Uh, what did he say? Oh, well... well, well I can't get into it. Because <laughs> I'm going to go off on a tangent there. He said that... Oh, because they're attacking. They want to... We talked about this on the last show. They want work requirements for public assistance, even though, as we talked about on the last show and had the receipts, even though that doesn't work, they'll keep saying that it's, don't you want to bring people out of poverty? And and so they're trying that, you know, the compassionate conservative angle. Wouldn't you want to help people out of poverty? No, that, and of course it says that they, what they, um, over uh arching theme is that people on public assistance are lazy and the reason they're on public assistance is because of they um they just don't want to work <laughs> when in reality they're the, in this country as disgraceful as it is there's a category of uh known as the working poor which is disgusting and disgraceful so people on public assistance already work, as we know. That, Like, for example, 
famously, Walmart paid its employees such a pittance, but also gave them, I guess, gave them information on how to go apply for public assistance. Because they weren't going to get any assistance from the Walmart family or the Walton family, the five Waltons that had more wealth than half the population of the United States combined. And that's not, I'm not kidding. So why don't you pay your employees living wages? But that, you know, no, 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 no. That's not what we're here for. Republicans are here to make the rich richer and the working class the more malleable working poor. So they kick down on, on uh, they want to, they want to cause pain to people and, of course, vilify. So they're going to go with the, don't you want to help people, even though they're hurting people, as we, and we have the, the numbers to prove that, that work requirements on public assistance do not lessen poverty. In fact, it makes it worse. So there you go. But then they're going to go the, um, you know, you are, you're disgusting round. Well, they're disgusting, but they're going to go with the beat down on the poor and mock them. So, uh, so what's his face? Uh, yeah. The sexual predator, Matt Getz called, People on public assistance, couch potatoes, couch potato. Yeah, you're just sitting around hanging out on the couch, just like how Paul Ryan called them, uh, you know, that they were lounging in the social safety net hammock. I can't take these people. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I cannot stand them. I need to be honest with you. I hate them legally and peacefully. I really do. I, I, it is so, they are so repugnant and I, I wish they were Christian. I really do. Cause I want to live in a decent society. I don't want to have these horrible people in positions of power because they're not fit. They're not fit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. They're horrible. You want to have a successful society that works for all? You don't put horrible people in positions of power. You don't vote for horrible people unless you're a horrible uh, unless you're a horrible person. So, <laughs> the haiku on the chat. You never told us, Tara, that I that I hated them. I'm sorry. I should have been more forthcoming. Yeah, you don't put horrible people in positions of power. Let, that's a good slogan. Unless you're a horrible person. So that's why I'm not, I'm, you know, I can't stand the, the average Joe right wing. Because all you got to do is talk to them for one second. Maybe 10 seconds. Well, less than a second. Well, it's about one second. And you'll figure out that. How horrible they are. Look at any comment thread on a right-wing website. And it's, it is clear how disgusting they are. Oh, in fact, you know, I'm on that stupid Nextdoor app. 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 Why am I... I can't pronounce things tonight. Uh, 
And somebody, so, you know, Nextdoor is so annoying. I'm on this app because I, a couple of things. There's like animal rescue things on there that I pay attention to. Sometimes there are animals who need help. Birds that are injured that need to be taken to the wild bird fund. And I go, I do it, I do it. I put my, I do it, I get off my ass and I take the little bird. Because yeah, you know what people do? I'm just gonna, this is me venting for it now. Because this on, on the, on the uh, Nextdoor app, for example, it's happened more than a few times, I have to say. People are like, oh my God, there's a bird here. It's hurt. And good that they're posting about it, at least, right? What, yeah, what happens? Does anybody know what to do? So, yeah, maybe people don't know what to do. It's fine. But they're, so people say, take it to the Wild Bird Fund. So I live in New York. There's something called the Wild Bird Fund. It's an amazing place, and it's part of the reason I love New York, that if you find a wounded animal, a small animal, a bird, squirrel, you know, not rats, I feel bad, but yes, not rats. Uh, but, you know, all kinds of wildlife here in New York, you'd be surprised. Pigeons, not just pigeons, we have hawks here, we have bald eagles here, if you can believe it. It's really true. I saw a hawk recently right here in uh, the cemetery where I helped the cats, the community cats. Anyway, so, um, so people are like, what do I do? And so others are like, take it to the Wild Bird Fund. And, but the point is, they'll, they'll, they're usually somebody should take it to the Wild Bird Fund. You, you know what I'm saying? Somebody. That somebody is usually me. Cause I'm like, fuck this. Where is it? What, what's the address? And if I can, you know, if I have the time. <laughs> I try to make the time, but if I'm not in the middle of work, where which I can't get out of, I will go get it and take it to the Wild Bird Fund myself. But most people are like, somebody should do something. So, that's don't be that somebody. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, we all do what we can when we can, I suppose. But a lot of people are annoying anyway. So the point is, what am I saying? I'm not saying I'm the greatest person that ever lived, but. I'm trying. So, uh, somebody posts on here. Oh, I can't find it now because it got buried. But they, someone, uh, you know, it's this next door app is all. It's a lot of them are just gr grievances. They're just somebody who did this. Uh, you suck or whatever. Like for example, somebody, you know, whoever took my package off my porch, which is fucked up, you know. I'm sick of that shit, but, uh, you know, I'll get you, uh, and then they'll post their ring video there from the ring doorbell video and somebody posted whoever, someone put freaking graffiti on somebody's, I guess, I don't know what it was exactly. It was some kind of garbage cover and yeah, that's bullshit. So that should not happen put stupid graffiti on somebody's property go you know i'd be pissed too but uh, they wrote you know whoever whoever tagged my 
my garb i don't even know what it was this property of mine with this with your stupid graffiti uh you know i'll get you or whatever and then somebody posted well what if it said justice for jordan neely in hieroglyphics ha 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 you see what i'm saying you understand what i mean so what's your point what if they so the person so i know what they're saying they're saying that what the assumption is is that a person with darker pigment wrote the graffiti and also that they are that you know that the person who wrote the post is a filthy, disgusting racist, but is trying not to be a racist or trying to, you know, to seem like they're not a racist. And I said, well, I said, please. I mean, it was just so irritating to me. Uh, and har- it's just horrible, you know, inhumane, disgusting. I mean, hold on, I'll finish in a minute. Come back, please, please. We need you here. I need you. And uh, if I'm not making myself clear, I apologize. But and if and for those who don't know, Justin um, Justin Neely was the the this uh, guy on the subway who was basically summarily executed because of I don't know he was causing a nuisance on the subway, and some um, guy grabbed him from behind and put him in a chokehold and executed him on the train just held him until he choked him out and honestly it's you know al sharpton gave a eulogy he was he was buried today and al sharpton gave a eulogy and he al sharpton gets on my nerves but he did mention something that i thought was pretty right on uh and he said that justin neely wasn't causing a nuisance he was crying for help Wait, is it Justin Neely? What's his name? Uh, am I saying it right? Who's Justin Neely? <laughs> Justin. My fucking subway. Oh yeah, it is Justin Neely. Cause I when I searched Justin Neely, some basketball player came up. So I guess they has the same name. Yes. Anyway, and I wrote, you know, please elaborate. What's your point? It makes no sense. So I'd really like to watch you justify this comment to how a random act of graffiti, of graffiti vandalism is connected somehow to the summary execution of a man on the on the subway train. So. Uh, I'd like to see you try to do this without, uh, while also trying to pretend you're not a filthy racist. And, oh, well, you know, and I said, never mind, uh, you know, I know, I know what you are, you know, and go back to watching Fox News. So, but isn't that filth, really? Yes, just to clarify, Jim, (laughs) Jim's... Tara, just to clarify, you don't like Republicans? No, not really. But, all right, so anyway, 
But Al Sharpton was right. You'll you'll rarely hear me say that, but he he does get on my nerves, Al Sharpton. But you know that's a cry for help. What kind of country would? I mean, I know what kind of country, but to yes, exactly. Al Sharpton can never wipe off that fake Tamara Brawley thing. Exactly, and I remember that too. Tamara Brawley. Uh, but yeah, I know. I was, you know, I've been here in, my, in New York my whole my whole life, so I remember that. But he, but he's right. You know, what kind of a country does that and then justifies it? But what kind of people do that? And of course, Republicans all ran to the defense of the guy who executed the man on the subway. Oh, because he's a Marine or was a former Marine. Who cares? So was, you know, I guess, Timothy, well, Timothy McVeigh, but I guess he's one of their heroes now, too. Lots of former Marines and Army men and women. Lots of people who served in the military um, are assholes and do fucked up things. So, and from the party who loves Jesus, right? Wouldn't, yes, exactly, Jim, on the chat. A shithole country? Yeah, that's, uh, well, a, a shithole, a shithole bunch of people, that's for sure. A shithole party who claims to love Jesus. Anybody who claims, what, what would Jesus do if he encountered a, uh, a mentally ill person in a crisis randomly on a subway would he what would you what do you think he would do would he put him in a chokehold and kill him filth filth not only the filth that it happened but the filth that republicans justify it you know that they run to the defense of this they end on um oh now that i'm saying it I didn't expect to talk about it, but who? Oh, Matt Walsh said, this is how gross they are. That Joe, is it Justin Neal? Oh, Jordan, Jordan Neely. I'm sorry. I should know these things. Yeah, Jordan. That's why I'm getting, it's getting confused. Jordan, right? Jordan Neely. Excuse me if I offended anybody. I didn't mean that. Jordan Neely, yeah. Um, Matt Walsh said that... Well, he said the man who restrained Jordan Neely isn't just in the right here. He's a hero. He's a hero. And they also said... Was it him? Was it uh, Matt Walsh? Jordan Neely had forfeited his life his right to live why because he was mentally ill and in a crisis that he and al sharpton was right he was he needed help he didn't need to be um assaulted and put to death on the subway car because you were you were uh, irritated by somebody so you get the right to kill them 
to kill them. Only in America, though, because we have these disgusting people running around and they have a real twisted sense of freedom. They really do. Their freedom means that they can abuse you. That's freedom to them. They can menace you. They can target you. Anybody that's not them is an enemy. Anybody that reads something they don't like, they can do something about that. They don't want you to read books. They don't want you to teach your children the, the actual truth. They don't want to have a conversation about truth. What, what does this sound like to you? It's right out. I mean, it's not just the Nazi, right out of the Nazi playbook. It is the Nazi playbook. And as weak as, as, it's just weak. It's weak as fuck. They are weak. And they lack the fundamental strength, decency, dignity, maturity, humanity to function in a society, in a free democratic society. Then, you know, go. Go to Putin's, you know, um, he's making you a, a refugee camp in Russia. Go. Really? This, you know, that's what gets on my nerves about them besides everything else. It's just because, just because you cannot function in a free democratic society doesn't mean you get the right to alter it to into your dystopian uh, hellscape of hierarchy and oppression. That doesn't mean, you know, you don't get to do that. We have a constitution, but this is what they're doing. That's why they put these fake-ass, these loyalist judges who are, do nothing, they're not, they don't, they don't love America. They hate America. That's why they have to fix the facts around the policy of destroying America. Pro- prove me wrong, really. So, where, where was I in this article? Let's just finish it up. Mm-mm-mm. Where was I? It, Let's see, let's see. Lastly, but certainly not least. Oh, wait, where was I? Harsh limits on LGBTQ people. Okay, nationwide Republicans in at least 18 states have passed laws and imposed bans designed to keep discussion of racial discrimination, structural inequality, and other divisive concepts out of classrooms and far away from students. And... They're they're doing it in in their their red state shitholes, where I think it's in Nebraska. They already they passed this very uh, Orwellian education um, initiative, where it's you know of course under the guise of patriotism. I want our kids to love America. And it really is about feeding them a, a bunch of lies. What, what makes you not love America by, by talking about the flaws and trying to make America better? Right? I mean, I don't see the, they don't, they really don't, um, that this is why they are unfit. They don't see how not talking about 
the the problems and our uh, you know the problems that on which the country was founded that yeah discussing the <laughs> yeah the very necessary having the very necessary discussions to make a more perfect union they don't see that how banning and prohibiting those things basically guarantees that the country's going to fall apart that it won't survive but that's the point you see because they don't want it to survive as a constitutionally limited democratic republic they want it to survive well you know there'll be something here but they want it to be an authoritarian nation they want it to be like orban's hungary the illiberal democracy where they tell you what you can learn in school what books you can read and it, uh, it's happening i'm it's not just me anymore saying that this is going to happen We've been saying this for years and before, before I even had this show, when I was just doing, uh, you know, little tirades on progressive voices and just, I would have these conversations with Mike Malloy and Robin Kincaid and we talk about just, you know, this is happening. It's coming. They are fascists. This is what they want to turn the country into. They want it to be an authoritarian nation. And here we are. And uh, the more power they get illegally, illegitimately, they inflict their fascist uh, you know, worldview on us. But it's, you see, they, they get power illegitimately and then they keep power illegitimately. And they pull up the ladder behind them to make sure you can't do anything about it. That's the end of democracy right there. And they, without a hint of irony, these, these efforts will wave the American flag. They wave it the, and literally like a bat to beat you up with, though. They hate America. You see, they hate it. If they loved America, they would leave people alone. Right, right now in Florida, they had to cancel their gay pride parade. No gay pride parades in Florida. That's freedom, you see. Because somebody, some kid might see a drag performer. And what? realize that life is got a lot of color in it that 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 it maybe they want to be a drag performer so what so what i hate these people you see and, and they're not going to age well that's the truth but where is this hmm i had a clip uh, Somebody just banged the door outside very loudly. Here, this was from somebody. I don't know where this was from now. I wanted to give it credit, but I think it was from TYT. They asked Trump and Z's, what's more dangerous? 
drag, or guns? Here, you want to hear their answers? I, I know you're not surprised. More dangerous to the country, drag or guns? Drag, for sure. How come? It's poisoning the, the youth. That, that's what's going to run our country. It's scary. But guns, guns is my right. Guns I is my right. Them. I've taken training. I've raised my kids. Guns are our primary. It's all right. Our Second Amendment right that I refuse to give up and many of our people refuse to give up. Not, not even just talking. Look how ridiculous that person is. You see how ridiculous they are? And this person is going to tell us all what we can do? How we can live our lives? What books we can read? What entertainment we can enjoy? What, you know, uh, if we can have pride in being who are who we are, or if we can have pride in being our authentic selves, this bitch is going to tell us. And look at their stupid outfits on top of it. They all look like morons, but they're all dressed to in, in this Trump accoutrements. Ultra MAGA, Trump, Trump this, Trump that, Trump, all, all kinds of Trump merch. They all look like a friggin' bunch of morons. But it, but a bunch of pe- morons in a cult. I almost said people. Uh, I know you heard me stop myself. <laughs> a bunch of morons in a cult. That's what they look like. And that's what they are. Wait, I hit the wrong button again. Look at this bitch. Gonna have their guns. I want to be able to protect myself from a thug or a criminal. I want to protect. Wait, 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 wait. From law. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, look at her stupid shirt. Seventeen seventy-six. What do you know about seventeen seventy-six? You dumb bitch. You know nothing. She hates this country. Why did people rebel, bitch? To create a country of. Of buying for the people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, white people. We know that. But they certainly left the door open. They opened, they wrote a bunch of documents, founding documents that talked about the general welfare. And they built in, into the, the country's founding documents, the mechanisms for uh, evolution. Because they knew that the country would evolve. So, the more people we expand the franchise of democracy to, the more groups that uh, get a seat at the table, the less right-wingers can function in that democracy. So they're like, I guess, 1776... Well, means, I guess, to them, it means destroy the the country that it is now and bring it back to white control, I suppose. But do you do they ever look at themselves? Of course not. And I I have to say again, like, isn't it? Aren't they assholes? <laughs> Trump, Trump. They want. Trump, this horrible person who is a grifter, 
a grifter, a, a lifelong grifter with a history of grifts and serial bankruptcies and tax cheating and tax drop, drop, uh, tax dodging. Serial bankruptcies. Stupid effing cons, one after the other, coming up with ways to separate morons from their money. And, th- and that's who you worship? This moron who's always wrong? Who takes out, well, they like that, that he takes out ads in, uh, in the New York Times, took out an ad in the New York Times calling for the execution of five young men who turned out to be completely innocent. But he, he said he would never apologize for that. He wouldn't take it back because he wants them dead. They're black. Of course he wants them dead. Of course he would never apologize because he wants them dead merely because they're black. And so do these people. That's why they're not good people. They're all effing racist. I'm sorry. Like that asshole that posted on the Nextdoor app. Why do you post something like that if you're not a racist? Now, let me let me let me turn the tables. If the if Jordan Neely was white and the Marine, the ex-Marine or whatever the hell was black, if Jordan Neely got on a train and started to irritate people and the black ex-marine jumped up and put him in a chokehold and killed him what do you think the republicans would do all right come on we know if the shoe was on the other foot they would they would be calling for the, the you know the justice for jordan neely citizens and the thugs and the criminals are still going to have their guns. I want to be able to protect myself from a thug or a criminal. I want to protect, you know, if I'm in a school visiting my grandkids and there's a shooting, I want to be able to pull out and, and pull out. Yes, but there wouldn't be a shooting, bitch. You see, you, you twisted maggot. You just said it. If there's a school shooting, I, I, as far as I can tell, people haven't died from drag, and that's why I asked the question. <laughs> you know, it's, it, look at the drag, the transvestite that went in and did the school shooting. Come on, it's it's a mental one. Health. It's it's mental health. No, is what it is. Really, the men- it's supposed no, to be but, rather than whether. Whoa, whoa, it's whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, can- he's my. It's mental health, says her. Says her. The mental health and, you know, the, the books that are in our schools. So many things have got to change. In our- the books that are in our schools. Country and Trump. Trump is making the change. And he's my president. Yeah, no books. And Biden, he don't even acknowledge in my brain as president. What's a bigger problem for America, do you think? Drag or guns? A drag. And why is that? I do not. I would not want my kids to be anywhere around drag but what about guns and people you know buying them and assault weapons and all the death it causes versus drag which let's face it not a lot of people die from drag well 
then I think that's how people get mentally ill with the, all the drag stuff that's going on. Weapons are not going to walk out of the house and kill people. People do it. <laughs> So, following wow. that logic, drag would make people, people sort of monsters. sick in the head and lead them to get a gun and do something. I believe so, yes. Um, I believe that people should express themselves how they want, but in the privacy really? of their own homes. I don't oh, believe that they should push okay. it on to people. Um, how, and- how many years have we heard that? Don't push it on to people, but by all means push your filthy, disgusting con man onto people despite receiving fewer votes two times, right? I believe... Why don't you worship Trump in the privacy of your own home? Because, frankly, I'm sick of looking at it. You make the entire country embarrassed. Uh, You know, in the privacy of your own home. But you shouldn't push it on people, says... The Trump and Z, where you, everywhere you look, everybody's got a Trump goddamn shirt, hat, flag, pants, uh, whatever, uh, backpack, flag. In the privacy of your own home. For years we've been hearing this. Don't pu- Stop pushing it on us. Stop pushing your very existence on us. Stop being yourself. We can't handle it. Well, that's your problem. That is your effing problem. For the question about guns, I believe that we should kind of stick to the Second Amendment. I stick feel like to it. putting the yeah. wrong thing it's on working kids, out especially so how well. they're doing it nowadays, how it's, they, you know, they put it out as, you know, it's an option. For, and then, uh, like, an option. They, uh, they really say like this is how it's this is how you're supposed to be met rather than whether it's like well you can fall into this category and be this kind of person it's it's kind of crazy now how they how they're pushing it on them oh pushing it you say because if it's an option then this kid might think that you know um he could be the gay person that he is inside instead of acting like uh you know a closet case like and that this is what they are you see it's really about you know they they lack the courage to live authentic lives so if they don't have the courage then nobody should have it and if anybody does have the courage to live to live their authentic lives then uh, that's threatening to them so uh, back in the closet with everybody because they're in the closet they hate themselves they hate their fellow americans they hate you know, a lot of them are in the closet. So nobody else should ever be free to be themselves. Rather than, you know, just putting it out there as like, you know, you can act this way if you want to. <laughs> Do you see drag? You can act this way if you want. I swear to God, if everybody who was gay turned purple, that kid would light up like a Teletubby. We know. Egg, not, not gender issues, not uh, pronouns, not that. Drag as more dangerous than guns in the country. I don't, I don't think it's dangerous, but, but it's... But. Uh, it's Son just gave an uh-oh. What was the uh-oh? Uh, well, so I would say when you... Because I know there... I think this happened a while ago back really? in Texas where they actually had wear drag a hat? queen shows, but kids were able to go to them. Oh, and right. shit. Wow. It, when you start bringing kids into the thing yes, where they don't kids. know 
Well, let's murder them with and M- they don't know fiction, 16th. where they believe in Santa and Santa's not real. But wait a second, what? <laughs> but like it's probably this is probably going more into the gender issue but I feel like drag it's fine you can do that on your own but when you start bringing kids into oh my god this thing where it's kind of a little bit more pro- provocative and now they're like kind of dressing you know and what these types of, of ways not. it's not yeah. really okay for children to be around oh it's not really okay what about children going to a Trump and Z death cult rally of hate what about that right what about the children having to pose with assault weapons in front of a goddamn christmas tree what about that i would have to say if somebody brings a kid to a trump rally that has a questionable ability to parent that child and they need to be stopped how about that we need to get in there and tell those children. We need to remove those children. Just like Republicans want to remove the, the trans children from the homes of parents who love them enough to get them the care that they need to survive. And, you know, they want to remove those kids. And they, they want those kids not to exist. Well, I think that kids who are being raised by maggots need to be removed and given to to parents who aren't complete, disgusting racists, fascists, and uh, haters of America. You want kids to grow up and love America, don't you? Love freedom. Not be afraid of freedom. Those things. And you go to school every day. Would you feel safer if a drag queen walked in to read a book or uh, if you knew that somebody had a gun in your school? Well, I think because I go to a private school, so we have we have a Marine the there, world, the uh, center of the ex-Marine universe. that oh. carries a gun, and we have safety precautions. So I would say someone with a gun, I would feel safer because they are Please. protecting the children in the school, and it would be less likely for a shooter to happen there. But when we think right. about guns, uh, Famous yes, last words. take away guns. Uh, they've been at that for, for a long time. But when I think about um, drag, it's more the, ideo- the ideology behind it. Um, even like with, with uh, biological men who want to participate in women's wow. sports. Um, if, if we start to okay things like that, yes. where do we stop? Yeah, where and do so we stop? so when we talk about um, even kind of going against the status quo and that kind of stuff, I, yeah, I just we think... we can't go against the status quo. If we allow quo. this sort of stuff, we set a precedent that, you know, if, I mean, we start here, the longer it goes, the more right. drastic Where's it, it going to go? You know, and, like uh, if gays can where marry... Where do you the line? Where do you stop? So. Where, do you, where do you stop if people with the same pee-pee get married? Next thing you know, they'll be marrying pets all over the place. Pets, goats... Cats, dogs, mice, living like human beings. Who knows where we're going to go? I'm so sick of these, these, these throwbacks to times we left in history's trash pile. They need to be in history's trash pile. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. How the hell did that happen? If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Oh my God, that went by like a blink. We will win. 
We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devil, and I'll see you soon. And I want to thank Elise and Anti-Gravity Workshop, Terry Taylor and Jim for your super chats. While on the Progressive Voices app. All right, all right. I can't believe that. Like, I'm so sorry. This is going... I need to time manage. I, whatever. It is what it is. That's how it is on Terror Buster, I guess. We get... We go on a Terror Buster, I suppose. So, let's see. I just want to go through the rest of this article. It's not that much left. But he makes some good points. And um, I'm talking about the Jamal Bowman article. Oh, not Jamal. Well, <laughs> that's the representative. Jamil Bowie. Uh, his article in the New York Times about the four freedoms, according to Republicans. And I really wish, you know, speaking of the four freedoms, which are FDR's four freedoms. And uh, I, th- I wish the Democrats would revive the four freedoms and uh what are the four freedoms they are freedom of speech freedom of worship freedom from want freedom from fear god help us i swear to god if uh if fdr hadn't have passed away so untimely we would have much a much different country right now. We would have the second Bill of Rights. I, I truly wish that the Democrats would revive the second Bill of Rights as well. What, how much longer? Why don't they and we? Why don't we push for that? You know why? Because money and politics, that's why. And they don't want to offend their big money benefactors just like the Republicans. Money and politics. This is the problem. Freedom from want? Oh, well, that just opens up a whole can of worms where you might have to, uh, living in the richest country on earth, you might might have to make the rich pay some goddamn taxes. Freedom from fear? Well, Well, maybe that means you get to go shopping, go to church, a synagogue, a country music concert school of course uh you know where else malls the supermarket walking down the street you maybe you get to do the the take the actions of freedom you know like being free and walking around without the fear of being shot by an assault weapon Oh, it's mental health, though. Yeah, mentally ill people with an assault weapon. What if Jordan Neely had an assault weapon? What would the Republicans do? Oh, well, there's nothing we can do. (sighs) Jesus, help us. All right, so last but not least... Wait, wait, where are we? All right. Because he's talking about, uh, last but not certainly not least, is the Republican effort to make civil society a shooting gallery 
Since 2003, Republicans in 25 states have introduced and passed so-called constitutional carry laws, which allow residents to have concealed weapons in public without a permit. In most of those states, according to the Giffords Center to Prevent Gun Violence, it's also legal to open carry a firearm without a permit. Republicans have also moved aggressively to expand the scope of stand-your-ground laws, which erode the long-standing duty to retreat in favor of a right to use deadly force in the face of perceived danger. These lo- and, and we know from experience that usually the so-called perceived danger is just, a, it's just an excuse that racists use when they murder black people. I felt afraid. I felt threatened. I was in fear for my life. And it's usually, there's no, there's no danger. And the perceived danger is a stretch that we are forced to believe, right? We're supposed to believe this bullshit. Just like we're supposed to believe that perjury trader green was in, in danger. She felt threatened by Representative Bowman when they were having a conversation outside because he's black, you see. So, the article continues, these laws which have been cited to defend shooters in countless cases, such as George Zimmerman in 2013, are associated with a moderate increase in firearm homicide, homicide rates, according to a 2022 published study. However, Republicans say they are necessary. If someone tries, here's Matt Getz, if someone tries to kill you, you should have the right to return fire and preserve your life, your useless waste of human DNA life, if someone tries to kill you. But we know that this is not the case. There has been no example of somebody trying to kill somebody who gets killed it's the killed person is then vilified by right-wingers as uh, someone who was threatening Uh, i felt in fear for my life even though the one who is dead is not here to explain that no they were the ones in danger all the time it's time to reaffirm in law what exists in our constitution another misreading of the constitution of course because what part of well-regulated militia seems to always get you know uh left out we must abolish the legal duty to retreat everywhere well of course because here in america forget the general welfare you should kill your fellow American as many as much as you can. If you can kill, just keep on killing. Kill, kill, kill without mercy in all situations, especially if that American is black. And the fact is they just can't stand black Americans. That's not even an American to them. Just like Lindsey, not Lindsey Graham, uh, Moscow Mitch let it slip when he said that he said something about uh, black people and Americans, right? Let me see. Mitch. Black. It's just, they let, they let it out. They let it slip out. 
by accident, but you know, but it's what they feel. They can't help it. And real Americans, they always talk about real Americans because they are disgusting. African, yeah, he, he said African Americans vote as much as Americans, which says that Americans are white. White people are Americans and African Americans. There's some kind of, you know, lesser American. God, where are we? It should be said that some Republicans want to protect gun manufacturers and dealers from lawsuits, as Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee did just this month after sh after the shooting in Nashville killed six people including three children the asshole governor bill lee signed a bill that gives additional protections to the gun industry these people are they're not they're not fit they're not fit what should we make of all this and is in his 1941 state of the union address franklin roosevelt said there was nothing mysterious about the foundations of a healthy and strong democracy, and that he, along with the nation, looked forward to a world founded upon four essential freedoms. Famously, those freedoms were the freedom of speech and expression, the freedom of every person to worship God in his own way, the freedom from want, and the freedom from fear. Those freedoms were the guiding lights of the New Deal, and they remind, and they remained the guiding lights of his administration through the trials of World War II. There are, I think, four freedoms we can glean from the Republican program. There are, there is the freedom to control, to restrict the bodily autonomy of women and repress the existence of anyone who doesn't conform to traditional gender roles. There's the freedom to exploit, to allow the owners of business and capital to weaken labor and take advantage of workers as they see fit. There's the freedom to censor, to suppress ideas that, that challenge and threaten the ideologies of the ruling class. And there's the freedom to menace, to carry weapons wherever you please, to brandish them in public to turn the right of self-defense into the right to threaten other people, and in the worst case scenario, kill them. Roosevelt's four freedoms were the building blocks of a humane society, a, society, a, a, a social democratic aspiration for egalitarians then and now. These Republican freedoms are also the building blocks, not of a humane society, but of a rigid and hierarchical one in which you can either dominate or be dominated. And that's the point, right? You're free to be dominated or you're free to join them, whether you fit in or not, but you'll make yourself fit. Right? If you'll go, go in the closet. You don't like it? Go in the closet. Live in the closet. And like, I uh, just want to say again, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Elise, for your super chat. Thank you, Anti-Gravity Workshop. Love you, Tara. You and Robin are my guiding lights. I love you. Thank you. 
It's nice to hear. And thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. I like your cute little emoji. Hopefully, Robin and I will do a show together soon. I keep saying, I keep telling her. So, all right. Let's go. I, I didn't mean to take this long to get to this. Let's talk about how disgusting um, perjury trader Green is. And I guess I'll save the Obama thing for next show. That's kind of like evergreen. Because so, I want to talk about Obama going on uh, CBS and talking about how he's uh, in fear uh, because we have different we have we're in different silos of information and the thing that annoys me about it i mean he's correct but he seems like it's just like the air or the sun coming up in the morning i don't know where this came from it never used to be this way um who knows how it got this way it's weird just a bunch of weird things. Nobody knows how it happened. Except me. All right? And Robin Kincaid knows, too. And my I would bet Mike Malloy knows. But it's called the Telecommunications Act of 96. But okay. Don't want to talk about it because, well, Clinton signed it. And that's not good. But and you don't want to upset the corporate media. But we'll talk we'll talk about that next show. Right now, let's talk about how disgusting Perjury Trader Green is. Now, in, in case you missed it, Perjury um well what was happening was George Santos is a disgrace and a, a con man and he was being interviewed outside the halls of congress i guess people were leaving after a work day and aoc and jamal and representative jamal bowman came out and they saw that the the con man george santos i know when i say con man there's many cons con men and women in the republican party so I have to specify. It was George Santos, who's, if in case you haven't noticed as well, that he's his lips, you know, he likes, he's clearly on, he takes a lot of Botox on his lips, and his lips are getting bigger. And I think they are getting bigger in direct proportion to the amount of charges that keep piling up on him. Um, he's clearly stress Botoxing. And, you know, he's a pathetic, I, I don't know, I guess that it's, maybe he's preparing for jail. Because those lips are going to go over well when he becomes somebody's prison wife. They, they're going to make him a very popular guest of the state. So, all right. And what we know about Santos, he's a survivor, Right. So here's AOC and Representative Bowman coming out of the Senate, uh, uh, not the Senate, the uh, well, the Capitol, and they they come across George Santos being interviewed, and they start heckling him. <laughs> Is that Ashley Santos? Resign! Resign! Resign, bro! Resign! Get him out! Get him out! He gotta go! He's got to go! 
George Santos. He's a shameless grifter. He's talking about AOC got a she she got an ethics referral because of her invitation. She got an invitation to the Met Gala and she wore a dress that was donated to her and they said that was a, a, a um, you know if it was ethical or not. So it's in the ethics committee. So they're reviewing it in the ethics committee. So he's like, how's that dress? How's your ethics charge? As if wearing a dress to the Met Gala that was a a donated dress is um, in any way comparable to the 13 charges, the 13 criminal charges that the, this filthy, disgusting, con man whose complete history his his entire life is a fabrication as if that's the same as aoc wearing a a donated dress to a you know to an event but anyway this is republicans they play the what about is in game and george santos has learned his grift well he one thing we could say about him he is a he's a good at he's good at grifting He's had a lifetime of practice, and he's certainly in the right party for that. So, and they're protecting him. The other thing is, which um, I didn't, I didn't know about this. You know, like he's not, he's not a pariah in the Republican Party. They, uh, one of the other representatives was talking about it. They said that he, he is literally getting applause from the Republican Party. Like, for example, when he came down, he made a big show about voting for, uh, voting to send the debts, the the House uh, assault on people who aren't born with a trust fund, uh, those on public assistance. Uh, You know, the the Republican debt ceiling bill, which is a, you know, dystopian hellscape for anybody that isn't, born on third base thinking they hit a triple and uh, not just that it's all the other um, government agencies that it attacks and takes away the budget for uh, you know it's like it turns the country into the system that the founders well well what the republicans want is they want no structure of government the less when they say that they hate government they want small government it means what they're saying is they hate democracy so and they want to dismantle the systems of democracy so that the rich can simply get away with everything they could just treat people like shit they can hire children they can make you work in shitty working conditions they could pay you shit there's no 
uh, there's no minimum wage. There's no any kind of union representation. There's no security. You're nothing but a host from which to suck profit and discard. Know your place. Get in the field. Do what your betters tell you. With Don't ever pester them and await your reward in heaven. That's what it's about. So that's what the Republican debt ceiling bullshit is about. And I really hope that Joe Biden does the 14th Amendment and just says, fuck this shit disarms these effing terrorists of their of an of yet another cudgel that is a manufactured crisis and i'm sick of hearing about it that he should just uh, instruct the treasury or whatever whoever pays the bills literally to pay the bills as dictated and required from uh, you know the 14th amendment so why are we even having these negotiations? So anyways, uh, that's what the, that's how this whole thing started. And as uh, they were heckling, AOC and Bowman were heckling George Santos. Apparently, you know, they ran into perjury trader Green. And where is that? And so Representative Bowman started t- saying to her, Save your party. That's where it came from. Other places are playing this, but it doesn't make sense. Bowman saying, save the party, save the party. He's talking about save the Republican Party by expelling Santos. You know, you have no dignity. Save your party. you're, You're a disgrace by having this con man clown in your caucus, in in your as a representative. But the thing is, yeah, so well, what was I saying? He went, so Santos is, he's not a pariah in the Republican Party. They, in fact, are applauding him. And, you know, they're, this is who they are. They have no standards. So he made a big show about casting the final vote for the debt ceiling. And he knows his power. He knows that weaker speaker Kevin McCarthy needs him. So he, waited until the end of the day and everyone was on the edge of their seats. What well, what's he going to do? Of course he's going to vote with Kevin McCarthy. And he came down and went into the well and he cast his vote in a dramatic fashion and the Republicans uh, fucking applauded him. And the Republicans applauded him. I just had to say that twice. So... Uh, so they applauded. Why are you applauding the con man? You say, because they have no decency, right? What, what, what did your mother tell you? You want to know somebody? Look at their friends. Look at who they hang out with. This is how much they hate America. They don't care who represents America as long as there's power, money, and power for themselves, Involved. That's why these these unethical, indecent, self-serving clowns have gotten into power by means of hook or by crook, and and I'm and I'm not just gerrymandering, voter suppression, but also appealing to the most disgusting aspects of the human condition. So they they. Tickle the funny, the racist funny bones. 
they divide the, the, the American people. You will never see or hear a Republican, you know, telling or encouraging their, their constituents, their voters to, I don't know, live and let live. How about, you know, explain to them, well, oh, you don't like trans people? Well, don't, don't be a trans person then if that's what you, if that's what you think trans people, you don't have to like anybody. Just shut your filthy mouth. Shut your mouth. It's not your business. Live and let live. Go to church. Go, go pray. Go volunteer. Go visit somebody in prison like the fake, the Jesus you fake worship told you to you don't have to uh, agree or approve well that's not your prerogative live and let live you don't want to live that li- that's not you then then take a hike that's what freedom is you will never hear a republican tell them you know well what are you talking about you don't want you want me to legislate against a minority group that's one less than one percent of the population you know how disgusting that is you know the last time a government wrote laws targeting a minority group that was less than one percent of the population the entire world went into a crisis where 55 to 75 million human beings lost their lives you know stopping that kind of nonsense and you want to revive it here but with a different minority group to target well i'm sorry i'm not going to go along with it and you should be ashamed of yourself why you'll never hear a republican say that because whatever this is who they are so all right here's perjury trader green so okay so after they heckled george santos the con man Representative Bowman tells, runs into perjury trader Green, and he's saying, save your party, you know, expel Santos. And uh, perjury is, her voice is like a rake on a chalkboard, as you know. That's how you can recognize her. On now, save the party. Save America. Save the children. Do something about guns. Come on, invest in education. The border is the border is what Trump left us. What are you talking about? What kids? We're accepting them. We love them. We love the migrant children. We we lost them. You can't find them. What are you talking about? Yeah, she's like, you can't find migrant children. Wait, where am I? Where's the right? Oh, here it is. Sorry. Hit the wrong button. Invest in education. The border is... Save the border. Save save the border. Hunter Biden. She's uh, she's got all the hits coming out. Hunter Biden. Save the border. You can't find the migrant children. What? What? That's why he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, Fox News. Right. What kids? We're accepting them. We love them. We love the migrant children. We We lost them. Migrant children are missing. Where? Up your ass? You're not very smart, she says. This is the bitch who thinks Jewish space lasers started California wildfires. Oh no, she's just asking. She's not saying. She's just saying. 
Maybe. Who knows? I don't know, but I know you know those Jews, though. Save the party! <laughs> and then AOC comes up and pats him on the back and says, She ain't worth it, brother. She ain't worth it. <laughs> Which is 100% correct. What are you doing? You know, she ain't work it, worth it. Well, and she she proves that AOC was correct. You know, she's not worth it because the next day, this filth, perjury trader Green, goes on, uh, you know, gets interviewed at the, I guess, you know, their little press gathering uh, in the Congress. But you see how that, you know, she's talking to him. She's, her hands are flailing She's got her fucking hand in his face. We love the mic and children. We lost them. You can't find them. What are you talking about? You see, she looks so threatened, doesn't she? No, no, we don't know the news. I don't know. That's Fox News. That's Fox News. She's calling him stupid. She's like, you're not that smart. And she's waving in his face. He's just like, eh, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's laughing. Save the party. Right? Here's Perjury Trader Green at you know, going in front of a camera to tell everybody how how threatened she feels. The Constitution outlines a very simple process. Oh wait, wrong one. Wrong one, but the same Where the hell is it? Son of a bitch. That's impeachment week. Here, let's play it anyway. To while fire I watch, the corrupt while I officials serving in the federal government. <laughs> impeachment, impeachment week. Impeachment Matthew week. Graves, Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland, Alejandro voice? Mayorkas, and Joe Biden are all corrupt and unfit yes. to hold oh, office. And they all must be impeached. This concludes impeachment week. <laughs> I wish. And now I will reveal my, I will take off my mask and show you that I am really Andy Kaufman. I have not passed away. I have just perpetrated the greatest performance art in the history of the world. This concludes impeachment week. Yes, because now instead of, because Republicans are fascists who hate America, it's not just uh, uh, Joe Biden that has to get impeached. You see, um, you impeached Trump twice, so we're going to impeach Joe Biden for nothing, you know. And also, let's throw in every member of his cabinet, too. That, I, yeah, I, I see your impeachment over the misuse of taxpayer funds for a personal bribery slush fund and inciting violence and the insurrection and overthrow of America. I see your, these two fake impeachments, and I raise you a very legitimate impeachment, and in fact, impeaching everybody. Let's just impeach. Let's impeach the caucus. Let's impeach the cabinet. Let's impeach the secretary. Let's impeach... The guy who sweeps the floor and empties the trash in the Oval Office. Let's impeach, impeach, impeach 
until we get to the, the way it should be. Meaning, um, a government of by and for the rich and everybody else in the in their place. God, these people are... So anyway, so here is perjury trader Green saying she's threatened. Had to have so much security. There was not enough. I was swarmed. It's all on video. Can Everyone can this? see this. But I will tell you what's on video is Jamal Bowman shouting at the top of his lungs, cursing, calling me a horrible... Calling me a white supremacist, which I take great... First of all, did he call her a white supremacist? No, he didn't, even though she is. Could you? She's like, it's all on video. She's a lying bitch. She's a liar like the rest of them. And she knows that the rest of the, the idiots who support her will not go and watch the video. And even if they do, they'll, they will look at it through the eyes of uh, a dumbass MAGA moron. And they see what they're told to see. Offense to that is like calling a person of color the N word, which really? should never happen. Calling me unreal. She says he called her a white supremacist. No, she didn't. No, we didn't. We saw the video. That's the video. She walks away. We saw the entire exchange. He called her a white supremacist. He did not. Anyway, and even though she is. The, the, you know, this is the bitch that spoke at the Nick Fuentes event. She was the goddamn keynote. She knew exactly who he was. And is. I had to be so scared. I was, there was so much security had to surround me because he was, he was calling me names and calling her a, or saying white supremacist is just like saying, the n-word no it's not to that and that is wrong no it's not Jamal no it's not because you don't you could say the words white supremacist in public you don't get lose your job right for saying white supremacist it doesn't have the same historical uh abuse tied to it it's just a statement of fact was down there cursing at me, telling me to get the F out of there. He was leading the mob right outside the vehicle I was sitting in. We have this all on video. And then at, on the Capitol steps yesterday, he was the one that approached me. Even CNN reported that. Yelling, shouting, raising his voice. He has aggressive, uh, his physical mannerisms are aggressive. And he just recently uh, shoved Thomas Massey. Um, no, we didn't. Just outside the house chamber. We saw I think that video a lot of too. About Jamal Bowman. So, and and I am concerned about. It. I feel threatened by him. Um, wow. He not only led a mob mob there, but his boisterous lies. And I'll tell you another thing. He said outside his there. boisterous lies. He was lies. saying, "Save your party." I kept telling him, "No, save the country." It's not about political parties. We shouldn't care about political parties. Save your parties. party by expelling George country. Santos, you bitch. no matter what our political beliefs are. Of course are, you won't. Jamal Bowman, I don't tell know what his political full beliefs context. are. I know what mine are, but we both, Yours are we both garbage. swore an oath right. we know to what serve they the are. country here in Congress You're a garbage person. Yes, we so know that I, garbage person. I am very person. concerned about Jamal Bowman, and he's someone that people should watch. That he needs to be watched, like all people of darker pigment. 
See, she's such a racist, she can't... She just can't help but recycle the same old tropes that have been used by white privileged bitches like her for time immemorial against black men. So, all right, well, that's the end of the show, I guess. We will win. We will, because these are garbage people and we're humans. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. That's right, Haiku on the chat. She's a pipe bomb planting traitor. Yes, when will that be exposed? Where, when will the pipe bomber be arrested? Huh? We can't find this pipe bomber? Jesus Christ. Right, she took an oath, Haiku on the chat, to request a pardon? That's right, she's the one, you know, three days after, was it, or was it two? No, it's escaping me. After taking the oath of office, she requested a pardon from the con man. My glasses, I don't, I don't know. I don't like this part. These two fucking things sticking out on the side. But I can see now, but I gotta do something about those parts. All right. Listen, listen. Right, Emmett Till much? Paradu on the chat. That's what it is. Of course, will she apologize? But I, to have no no decency to simply lie like that about um uh yeah i don't know how can i say that i mean we don't know is the, is she aware of the dog whistles she's blowing or is she just such a racist moron that she can't help it who knows? It doesn't matter. The, those questions really aren't aren't important. She's she's gross, but but I don't know. I would I I guess I lean more towards she's uh, she's an ignoramus. You know, she doesn't realize the historical context of what she's saying. All right, guys, guys, guys. Listen, thank you so much for hanging out tonight. Yes, I know. Kathy on the chat. MTG gives me a headache. She really does. How much longer do we have to deal with her? Mercilessly, it's like I think about Sarah Palin. I know why. But I think, well, she's kind of gone, even though every now and then she rears her her. Stupid little head. Her highfalutin, phony baloney, fake ass head. Mercilessly, she's not on the front and center anymore. But when will that? When will it happen to her, Perjury Trader Green? 
hopefully soon. Who votes for these people? That's why I have to say that, you know, anybody who votes for these these uh, monsters are, the, yeah, they suck. <laughs> they're not, we sh I mean, they're not normal. And we shouldn't treat them like that. All right, Junior Junior. No, everybody's calling for the producer. She is the Gorgon, yes. Pookie's mama. She is the Gorgon. Let me see. What video can I play while I go get Junior? Let me see. Oh, God. There's so many that are annoying. Is this? Hmm. I guess I can play the... Oh, let's play this. Just, this is a good thing. This is Representative Crockett, who is a... He's, she's great. She is a rising star in the Democratic Party. I'm really happy to see that. There are a lot of freshmen... House members on the de in the Democratic Party who are really kicking ass and not apologizing. They know who they're dealing with. So here's Representative Crockett pointing out Republican hypocrisy. It's first it starts with the um, a, a Republican, and they. For a little context, they 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 have um, the mayor of D.C. They're really going after D.C. and they're they're you know, they're fomenting this um, bullshit that D.C. is just a dystopian. It's like a Mad Max hellscape of crime because they're using it as an excuse. They're 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 doing this because they are afraid of D.C. statehood. They don't want the Washington, D.C. to become a state. So they're using crime as an excuse to say it's too crime riddled to be a state. And, of course, it's complete bullshit because many of the the very states and, and areas that the Republicans themselves are the representatives of have a higher crime rate than the District of Columbia. So what else is new? Hypocrisy, hypocrisy. But it's all about control and power. So here's representative. So it's first it starts out with the Republican and then Representative Crockett has her response. So in the meantime, I will get our little producer out of the bedroom. But what I am asking is for you to do your job and make people feel safe, especially those that are depending on you to do it when you see cases of, you know, 48% increase in sexual assault cases. My goodness. So my... That's it. I'm, I, I, I've heard enough. Chairman, I yield my time. I don't know that I can get through all that I need to say in five minutes, but I'm going to do my best. Um, we're going to start off with, with sexual abuse. I am so excited that my colleagues across the aisle care about sexual abuse, considering that the front runner right now for, like, presidency is kind of just been found liable of sexual abuse. So I'm excited because this may mean that finally 
um, some folk will back off from supporting him because we don't support sexual abusers in, in this chamber. So I'm happy about this. If we're going to talk about crime and the reasons for the increase in them, we've got to talk about these root causes. Number one, the fact that we have elected legislators that won't do their job and protect people by keeping these weapons off the streets. That's number one. Number two, we are still reeling from a financial crisis. And guess what? They don't want to make it better. I'm sure they all campaigned and said, oh, we're going to help out the economy post-COVID. But right now, we are on a cliff over the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling that was raised three times under Trump and 25% of this credit card bill that they don't want to pay was accrued under Trump and he only had one term. And hopefully he won't have no more. We're talking about <laughs> D.C. right now, but the murder rates in red states like Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama have statistically exceeded those in blue states like Illinois, New yep. Mexico, and Michigan every year since 2000. The fact is, my Republican colleagues want to talk about keeping D.C. streets crime-free. They can't even keep the halls of Congress crime-free because we don't talk about this because I got 24 seconds. <laughs> my freshman colleague has just been indicted on 13 counts, 13 felony counts, right? But have they exhibited any courage to say, you know what, we will disallow this in our body we will make sure that we expel this individual. They have not. So what I don't want to hear is that they care about crime because if they did, they would start by cleaning up our own house and mind our own business instead mm -hmm. of coming after D.C. So thank you so much for your time. There you go. Nice. I love it. I love it. She's awesome. And there are, are a few. I mean, the Democrats are really kicking ass as far as you know, not apologizing, unapologetically bringing it to the Republicans, their hypocrisy, their disgustingness. All right. I don't, I, you know, next show before we start, I will make sure to fix the cat cam. So, right, Junior? The producer's here, everybody. Look busy. <laughs> All right. How's it going, Junior? How's it going? There's your fans. <laughs> Hello, Junior. All right. Who's the lady speaking? Candace Owens. No. That is represent. Well, I can't remember her first name. Rep God help us, Candace Owens. Representative Crockett. What's her first name? Jasmine Crockett. She's awesome. She is awesome. She brings the receipts. Yes, she does. I love it. I don't know how they, she does it or how they do it. You know, when I, when I watch these hearings and whatnot, and they're sitting there listening to the Republicans, and then they have five minutes or whatever, two minutes, three minutes to to rebut it I, I don't uh, and then they just kill it like she just did she just ticked it off nice I don't know how they do it that they sit there and have to listen to that right Junior what do you think Junie <coughs> Junie June what do you think <laughs> 
Isn't he expressive? He's a good boy. All right, listen up, guys. Guys, guys, guys. My producer's getting salty. What? You just bit my hand. All right, guys. We're gonna go for tonight, and we will have a show during the week. And I don't know what day, but it's happening. Right, Junie? Look at him. <laughs> right, little Junior Junior. But in the meantime, remember, we will what? Win! Win! Why? Because, listen to his purring. He's such a purr machine. Can you hear that? I know you can hear that, but... <laughs> He's just always purring. He's probably the loudest purrer I've ever had as a pet. What's the matter with you? Why are your ears back? Put your ears up. I don't want to see no ears back. He doesn't like being held like that, I guess. We will win. Right, Junior? We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much. I'll have the cat cam fixed so we can get a better view of Junior next time. So, in the meantime, I will see you. And I will. I will see you. Where's my thing over here. All right. Very soon.